0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit Stay and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hello listeners. Welcome back to Win with Dogs here on Pet Life Radio. I am so glad to be back. I've been away for a while, multitasking. Lots of lots of fun things that I just did this past year. Major multitasking, just like my current guest who's gonna be on the show today. Susan Stoltz is my guest. She's an author as well as a staff journalist for a newspaper in Wyoming. She's written many books, has three more coming up, I think, about Sharky the Dog, which we are going to be talking about today. She is a passionate, passionate dog lover, and she is extremely exciting, and I hope you enjoy our interview. Please stay tuned. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win with Dogs right after this quick water break.
0: Go to PetMeds.com forward slash win W-Y-N-N to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com.
2: FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's 7-Day Satisfaction Guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD.
0: Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Go to florop.com and use the code WIN1234. At checkout, F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com, code word W-Y-N-N-1234. 234 Oh.
2: Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Thanks for hanging around. We're back to win with dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Life Radio. Ow, ow. Susan, welcome to Win With Dogs. Thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you. I appreciate the time. Awesome. I was looking over Sharky Meets Kitty Head, which we are going to talk about today, but also looking at what you have been doing in your life. And you have many, many, many interests, and you're a major multitasker and author and writer. And I just want to hear a little bit about you before we delve into sharky's books tell me a little bit about your writing and your passion for animals and some of the main main things on your plate currently
2: (laughs) we'll we'll pick the top three how does that sound that's excellent (laughs) animals for me have always been an extraordinary part of my life there's hardly a photo of me as a child without an animal in the picture and avid dog lover avid equestrian have a Cat, who's mm-hmm. in the first book, um, Sharky Meets Kitty Head. And yes, Kitty Head is his name. <laughs> <laughs> I began my writing career while I was also appraising houses as a real estate appraiser and started publishing a, a magazine called Women Out West Magazine. Mm-hmm. It was very well received. And then fell and broke my leg in nine places below the knee, my right Oh, leg. gosh. Gosh. Which, yeah, which put me on crutches and in a cast up to my knee uh, for about nine months. Which pretty well ended uh, any kind of career driving around appraising houses. It's kind of hard to crawl into attics and go down into basements when you're on crutches and you can't drive when you break your right leg. So
1: that's true. I
2: I jumped into the author uh, part of the uh, part of my life with actually one foot in a crutch but uh, jump
1: but sometimes foot. it it takes a broken leg to slow people down I have a feeling that you needed just that to actually get to the <laughs> authoring
2: <laughs> the universe yeah. goes stop okay do this <laughs> yeah, stop and do this which which was fortuitous for me uh, how I came upon children's books was again uh, an accident of unfortunate events that have I've tried to turn around and bring into a positive light. Sharky, my little Jack Russell, was overdosed by a pharmacist uh, by ten times the amount of drugs she was supposed to have, and nearly died.
1: What my show of my listeners know, I I'm excited to be talking to you about authoring. But I love the fact that you're bringing in the medical health aspects i talk a lot about nutrition and vaccinations and just taking some personal accountability for your dog's health and your own health and so right. what i i would love to hear a little bit about what drug was it and what exactly happened to this little guy sharky
2: it was an antihistamine that she mm-hmm. was prescribed by her vet mm-hmm. because sharky has allergies and right. just they drive her nuts and we get to a point where it gets so miserable for her that we put her, we would put her on antihistamines for a short time, which would kick it right. down and she'd be okay. And the vet didn't have the proper dose pill in his clinic. And so he wrote a prescription to a pharmacist, and the pharmacist filled it with the wrong medication, the wrong strength medication. And oh, gave gosh. Her, yeah, 10 times. The amount her little ten pound body should have had and, yeah, and- nearly yeah, nearly lost her, nearly lost her, and it caused pretty significant liver damage to sharks mm-hmm. so we spent months battling with of course the grocery store that owned the pharmacy, the pharmacist and his insurance company with attorneys and, you know, it just got more and more difficult and more and more convoluted as nobody was willing to take responsibility for what they'd done, especially the pharmacist who made an offhand remark to the vet that the dog was alive so who cared, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, that is like
1: infuriating to say the least. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yes, I was sitting here. yeah, I was sitting here in my office and Sharky has a place to be all my all my animals have a place to be in my office and I was looking at her in her absolute abject misery with her liver damage and still unable to take antihistamines for her Mm -hmm. her allergies and I I was doing everything I could with topical things and vaporizers and everything I could uh, Mm -hmm. to make her comfortable and I just, the negative energy involved in the fight with corporate was more than I think Sharky or I could take. And I made the decision right there that I needed to somehow turn this situation around into something Mm -hmm. positive. And it wasn't going to be easy. But to do that, I had to let go of the battle. Yeah. Because it was going to be a losing battle due to the laws in the United States that state that companion animals are considered chattel. They're mere possessions. And as possessions, they have no emotions, no feeling, and aren't... Uh, which we scared. all know,
1: which yeah. all of us animal lovers know is a load of crap. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that is absolutely much. not true. So you right. turned it totally around and decided to write these great children's books. And like The Adventures of Sharky the Dog is one in a series of three,
2: I'm, I think, right now. Actually, the um, series is going to be quite a few, but the first three... The first one is out, the second one should be out sometime this month, and the third one should be out in April.
1: And I love this because they're ri- it's a children's book. It's written for children ages three to six, and in Sharky Meets Kittyhead, it is truly about diversity, learning to get along with people despite your differences, learning to love each other, and Sharky is this cute little terrier. I think he's five years old, right? And terrier, yeah. he, excuse me, and he uh-huh. is... Terrier esque, I'm sure I have a Scottish Terrier in my household, and he is full of personality, I'm sure Sharky nice. and extremely intelligent, <laughs> so I can imagine Jack, yeah, yeah, I can imagine when you introduced a kitty into his life that he totally <laughs> was like what is going on here and that's pretty much what the story is about is their right. love for their you know relationship as it grew correct tell me a little bit that's- about them i love the well, kitty dog combo you know
2: sharky and kitty head are best best buddies and really they in real life they never did have difficulty with one another uh kitty head is a snowshoe siamese and he was a rescue cat and uh-huh. at the time I rescued him uh, five years uh, four years ago, I guess, um, I had four Jack Russells at that time, and Kitty had <laughs> just walked into the front entryway and laid down in the entryway and accepted all four Jack Russells absolutely mauling him and From that moment on, it was never an issue. Kitty head oh, and Sharky Kitty. were best friends, and they sleep together, they eat together, they play together when kitty head goes outside in our backyard sharky sits at the window and waits for kitty head to
1: i had a black lab and a kitty named mr kitty and <laughs> mr kitty used to jump up on the back of Claude's back and just like hang on and they'd just tear around the house like it was his little horse <laughs> right, <laughs> and roll right. around and tumble and it's a, it's so amazing animals i mean people who have animals know that they are unconditional love they are they try to get along most of the issues with animal behavior is usually coming from the parenting as they say you know absolutely. more than what's going on don't you think I mean
2: absolutely and and amplified uh... with Jack Russells.
1: yeah if definitely the
2: Jack Russell an inch or Terrier an inch they'll take over and You have to be very clever on how you occupy their minds. If you leave them to their own devices, they'll get in trouble because they are so bright and and have such smart little minds that they will find a way to get your attention. So a certain part of every day needs to be dedicated with the Jack Russell to occupying their minds. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. I have. Also, I have a hound-spaniel mix, and he, oh. he's the very, very same. He's extremely needy of mental stimulation. I mean, like we all, all are. So I think that's very important. One thing I try to stress to own animal owners or people who are thinking of rescuing a dog, which I love, is make sure you get the right breed because yes. it definitely makes a difference. You know, if they get, they do, terriers need to run around. They need to dig. I notice you have another terrier, Marshall, that you are starting to write about. Your newest rescue, I guess.
2: He is our newest. I'll tell you, poor Marshall, I I am working very closely with Arizona Jack Russell Rescue in in Phoenix. And they went to a puppy mill auction in Missouri to rescue. Uh, many, many puppies, Jack Russell puppies they had. And they noticed there were three elder dogs in a uh, cage off to the side with a sign on it that they were going to be euthanized. And this group, because of their age, uh, Marshall spent 10 years in a puppy mill, 10 years. And that's actually a remarkable amount of time to live in a puppy mill. Totally. And the other two, yeah, the other two were six years old and this wonderful group, uh, Sandy and her, her crew took these three and brought them home. And Marshall is, is a difficult case because he spent so long in a puppy mill, in a two by two Mm -hmm. wire cage that he had difficulties just learning to stand with his legs underneath him.
1: And a lot of people don't even understand that they Peppy Mill dogs are usually stacked crates on top of each other. So they don't have any contact with the ground, with the surface of the earth. So, I mean, for those of us who know anything about energy and, and such, it's like they spend their whole lives not connected. And so everything, I think, because of that also is amplified and just like overstimulation, you know, so poor little Marshall.
2: Yeah. Poor Marshall. I mean, he he lived in that two by two cage with hundreds and hundreds of dogs making so much noise. Although this particular puppy mill uh... did the the horrible metal pipe down the throat thing to damage the vocal cords and uh, those Marshall,
1: yeah, blank calls, yeah. <laughs> those uh,
2: bleep bleep bleeps. <laughs> I know they couldn't rehome him to just anybody. He had to go to somebody who had the time, the patience. To let him yeah. learn how
1: to be a dog. That was like my, um, I the first Scotty rescue I had was heartworm positive and had just oh. been older. And the second one was older and really mean and hated everyone. And actually <laughs> Angus was the guy who inspired me to write my book. He was the best. You just, oh. you know, the trust issues. One of the what? things that I was reading on your blog about Marshall that really cracked me up was the music and his different <laughs> reactions to different music and each one of my dogs in my house likes a different type of music that's so true and Marshall is partial to Mozart, right? How did you find oh this out?
2: <laughs> well, it was during the holidays and I put music on and Marshall has um, two. not only the yard, I let him out in the yard, we have a fenced yard for him Um, But he has a crate in my office and a crate in the living area of the house, Uh, a a large open crate so that he can be part of us. Because he spent 10 years in a mill, he's not house trained. And there's no way to train him until he can trust people again. Mm -hmm. And so he he has to be in a crate Mm -hmm. that I wanted him to feel like he was part of what was going on in the house. And uh, so he was in, in here in my office with the other animals and I put on music and he got extraordinarily agitated instantly. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? So I put on some different music and I just kept experimenting with different types of music um, to see what he would react to and if there was anything he was okay with. And after five or six different tries, I put in Mozart and he just laid down and I love
1: that. I have to read from her blog. By the way, listeners, if you want to read anything about Susan or find out about her books and writing, she has a website, Susan R. Stoltz. That's uh, S-T-O-L-T-Z dot com. Or you can go to sharkypup.com. These'll, all these links will be on our website, Pet Life Radio, which you know. But I want to read you this. <laughs> it says, when I noticed instantly, I turned the music off. Curious now, I played a few different CDs. He wasn't so fond of ABBA, <laughs> nor did he <laughs> like James Taylor, Sugarland, or Placido Domingo. <laughs> <laughs> Madame Butterfly had him turning around. Beethoven wasn't good, nor was Bach. And then Mozart. And it was totally singing. He started singing and howling at the top of his lungs. I love that story. That's yep, so good. <laughs> a moment of him going, Oh my gosh, someone is listening to me. Someone is watching yeah. my reaction and interacting and actually communicating and giving me what I need. I mean, that probably did wonders for his trust of you right there, just knowing that you are intimately connecting with him, which. I think dogs love music, and I also think dogs love when you sing songs to them using their name. I do it all the time. They love it. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: me too. Me too. Absolutely. Uh, they love yeah, it. very intuitive, Marshall is. He really is. Yeah,
1: totally. I, let me take a quick break for our wonderful um, commercial sponsors, and we will be right back, and we will continue talking a little bit about Marshall. I also want to talk about some of the great charities that you donate to and part of your book proceeds go to. So hang tight. We'll be right back with Susan R. Stoltz and the Sharky Book Series. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break.
0: anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like,
2: So how do you feel about cat
0: condos? We can say from experience,
2: Feels like home. For
0: her. Enter the code WIN10, W-Y-N-N, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
2: Would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in.
0: We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website, PetLifeRadio.com.
2: Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoC. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, I'm Angelina. Join me for some great training tips to live a happy, healthy, peaceful life together with your best friend. And by the way, they're not the only ones that learn something new. Join me for Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Radio. (laughs) (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win with Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. (coughs) Thank you for holding, guys. We're back and hope you guys got a good water break, a water break or a pit stop. And listen, Susan, I want to talk a teeny bit more about Marshall and your rescuing. And let us let me just say thank you for rescuing animals and doing what you're doing and letting people know that, you know, rehab is an option for animals. And you do the same thing for horses, and you're involved in horse rescue as well. Is that right?
2: I'm not involved in the horse rescue as of yet. That's part of the plan in the future. Um, I am I'm an so- avid equestrian and have owned many horses in my life, um, but at the moment, I don't live in a situation where I can rescue horses, but it's it's in the plans in the future.
1: Yeah, and so you like to give back and help people to give back. The Sharky Meets Kittyhead book goes. Um, one thing that she is doing, by the way, listeners, is she picked a different group to donate to with each book. I thought that was a really cool idea. And Sharky Meets Kittyhead you have partnered with actors and others for animals.
2: Yes, actors and others for animals has been around for forty years. It's a very well respected rescue effort, and they are very very avid uh, supporters of spay and neuter. Number one, which I think is so important for controlling the the unwanted dog population in this mm-hmm. country and actually around the world. But number two, they are very, very um, supportive of helping owners, especially in this economy today, keep their pets in their home. So they Mm -hmm. get a lot of calls from people who can't afford the food anymore to feed their pets, can't afford the vet care or the vaccinations that the animals might need. And actors for Others and Others for Animals help in that effort by giving them the support and the cash they need or the food, or the vet care to be able to keep those pets in the homes where they're loved. Which yeah, that's so opinion, important. Is, yeah, it's such a better idea than all these animals ending up in in uh, rescue facilities where they're so confused, they don't know how come they're there, they don't understand why they're, the, the owners that they've loved their whole lives have given them away, they just, mm-hmm. I, I just think keeping them in their homes is such a worthy.
1: If that effort. is an option, I totally agree. There's a another great um, program here in Tennessee where I am called Brown Dog Foundation. And my friend Carol Smock runs that. And they do the same thing, help with people who, I mean, yeah. the the whole prescription and medical care and all that is, it's really kind of gotten out of hand in my if you want to bring this up <laughs> it's gotten out <laughs> of hand in my opinion just because you know vets are now have access to all the same drugs basically or as they call them pharmaceuticals that that humans do like you know Pfizer animal is Every quarter, they dwarf, their income dwarfs what Pfizer Human is. And I know that, you know, drugs are, when acute conditions are present, absolutely, you know, that they're needed. But I feel like we need to have personal accountability on, like, feeding them the right things, giving them the right environment, you know, not using so much toxins in their environment. And I I feel like you kind of think the same way I do in that
2: You know, in that I do, and, and with Sharky in particular, when she had this overdose, and fortunately, I knew what to do instantly when she collapsed on the floor and, and got mm-hmm. her immediately to an emergency vet clinic, but I immediately started pumping fluids into that dog. Yeah. Sub-Q, is, is, I went and got one of my big horse syringes. and Yeah her with some fluids because the only way there's no antidote for antihistamines. You have to let them ride through it and flush it from their flush body it. as quickly as you can. And yeah. then she had liver damage and her liver enzymes were way skewed. And the vet I was using at the time, who was a lovely man, wanted to put her on medication to support yeah. her liver. And you know, the liver is one of the only organs that will regenerate itself, not always, but sometimes. And I said, no, I, I said, I want to give this little dog a chance for her own body to heal itself. I don't want to put her behind the eight ball with all kinds of other yeah. medications so that I didn't know how she was really doing. I couldn't, ha- I didn't have a baseline anymore. And yeah. she went, we went nearly, nearly a year with her liver enzymes, they, Kept coming closer to the normal range. As long as they were moving closer to normal, there was no way I was going to put her on more medication because then that has its own side effects with other organs. Exactly.
1: That's exactly and, what happened yeah. with Rocky, my my Scotty. He, when I rescued him, he had already gone through the arsenic heartworm treatment twice, oh. and he had enlarged heart so he was on stuff to keep his heart going well then he ultimately died of liver failure but at the time it was like i'm you know doing everything homeopathic and you know he was like last leg i kept him alive for a year and a half they said he'd have like 4 months to live so in that case you know i didn't shame myself too much for giving no, him no, all the medication but right. you're so right you know if A lot of times, you know, a lot of times, issues can be remedied by just, you know, feeding the dogs the right food, supporting them with vitamins and probiotics. And, you know, the human body and the animal body, bodies are meant to heal. And as long as you support that, I think, like you're saying, the liver can regenerate. They actually have found that they are starting to think that other organs and the whole body actually may be able to regenerate too. So I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. It's like, wow, this could shift the complete perspective. So
2: well, we're Sharky so quick has- to medicate. You know, we're so yeah. quick to
1: totally. medicate,
2: wanting the easy, fast answer. And it's not always about what's easy and fast. And for Sharky, I wanted her to be healthy her whole life. I didn't want her yeah. to be on medications because exactly. this is a bright dog who has yeah. some extraordinary intuitive qualities to her that... You know, you put an animal on medication and it changes everything about them. And yeah. when you're changing their chemical makeup, how can it not? And I didn't want mm-hmm. to compromise her if I didn't have to. So yeah, we voted out for a year and uh, she's doing, her, we just had her liver enzymes checked two weeks ago. And this is the first time they've all been within the normal range. That's great. Yay, so, Yay, Sharky. Yeah. <laughs> Right. (laughs) So
1: you love animals. You're writing animal books. I know that you also are involved in writing about humans and interviewing actors and such. What makes the dogs so important to you? I I do a lot of human things too, but the dog part is like my heart, my passion. And I wonder for you if it's the same.
2: It it is. You know, I hear a lot of people, I I saw a video actually on uh, YouTube a while back that was called Just a Dog, Mm -hmm. and it said quite everything that I feel about animals. It talked about people who say, boy, you spend a lot of money on just a dog, or, (laughs) you know, this kind of thing, when really some of my proudest moments have come from Just a Dog, and some of my, my most wonderful moments in life have been with quote-unquote just a dog dog. and they are so like Marshall is teaching me for him to even bother to trust or forgive humans is remarkable since he's lived his entire life in captivity and severe abuse and he has taken it upon himself to forgive us humans who have been his greatest misery in life. Right. To try That's and let us so be true. his greatest joy. And they have so much to teach us of unconditional love and acceptance uh, that I just, I just wanted to be able to turn this negative energy with Sharky into something positive. And children are one of our greatest resources in the world. And That's they have true. so much to learn. And how can I and
1: approach they get, it. Yes, they get it. They get
2: it. You can tell by how
1: they react to a dog. They get it. Yes. They get it.
2: When I bring Sharky into a classroom or a library, the faces just light up. And unlike most Jacks who are just, you know, ah! all over the place. Wild. Sharky <laughs> has learned. She just sits very quietly in front of people. And in front of children or elderly people and just is very quiet in her way and lets them And holds
1: that space and just holds that space of love, which is so cool. Well, we're out of time actually already, believe it or not. And I thank you so much for chatting with me. I love Sharky Meets Kitty Head. I can't wait. I can't wait. To read your next book, Sharky Helps Choo Choo. <laughs> and about, then
2: Shark about bullying. That, which that, is about bullying. which is about bullying. Yes.
1: Which is great. And the third book, Sharky Learns to Swim, which is about fear, which is yes. fabulous. So I hope to speak with you again. I'm sure I will. Thank you for all you do for dogs and holding space of love and positive energy in this world. I appreciate it. And if you are wanting to learn more about Susan Stoltz, please go to her website, sharky, S H A R K E Y, pup.com or SusanRStoltz.com. You can also just check on our website on Win with Dogs. And thank you for listening. It's great to be back to Pet Life Radio. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge. On demand, every week, right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Wynn with Dogs.